everyone and welcome to my first podcast where we talk about crime. Um, Today we're going to be talking about a young girl named Heather Mack. So for those of you who don't know this story, it's not too long but it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty extreme. So let's get into it. So Heather Mack grew up in Chicago, Illinois and was born in 1995. Her parents were a famous jazz composer named James Mack and an academic socialite named Sheila Von Wies Mack. We're just gonna call her Sheila, of course. Anyway, um, her father was diagnosed with colon cancer when she was 10 years old. Shortly after that, they took a trip to Greece where he had passed away. Um, After his passing, Heather started skipping school and acting out more and hanging out with the wrong crowd eventually stealing large amounts of money from her mother. Sheila told friends and family that Heather was abusing her and she was being attacked and she was very scared. Over a 10 year period, cops were called to their house more than 80 times for domestic abuse. Which, I'd say that's uh, that's a lot. Anyway, so Sheila tried to take Heather on vacation to try and mend their relationship. She wanted to try and make it work, you know, they were having problems and she just wanted to reconnect with her daughter, right? So she took her daughter on an expensive trip to Bali. Um, She paid for business class tickets, which were $10,000 a ticket. She paid for five-star St. Regis Resort, which was $1,000 a night. Um, Heather didn't have to pay for anything. She was she was set. She was just supposed to go and spend time with her mom and try and make it work, you know? Heather had a boyfriend named Tommy Schaefer, who Sheila really was not very fond of. And Heather decided to take one of Sheila's credit cards and pay for Tommy's uh, flight and his hotel for him to come to Bali. Um, Sheila found this out and, of course, was extremely, extremely livid. So, um, CCTV showed Tommy and Sheila arguing in the lobby of the hotel um, on Monday, August 11, 2014, in the evening. Ten hours after uh, Tommy had arrived, surveillance shows Tommy entering Sheila's room with a metal fruit bowl, trying to hide it under his shirt, which obviously he didn't do a very good job because they saw it. And an hour later after Tommy goes in, Tommy and Heather are seen going through the lobby with a silver suitcase. Um, they put that suitcase in the trunk of a taxi and tell the driver that they'll be right back. CCTV shows them instead exiting through the back of the resort and going over a beach to who knows where because they disappear. So the cab driver is obviously suspicious. It's been a while, they haven't come back. So he checks the suitcase in the trunk and there's blood on it. So of course he takes it to the police. When the police open it, they find Sheila's body inside, half-naked and beaten. Police were able to track down Tommy and Heather. I'm not sure how they couldn't find that out, but 
they tracked them down and they told police that an armed gang had abducted all of them and had only killed Sheila. Which doesn't make any sense, obviously. Anyway, so, um, police then find cell phones with messages from Heather and Tommy, and this was six months before the trip, um, and they were, they were talking about how they wanted to kill her, and they wanted the insurance money, and they didn't want her around anymore, so they started planning it. And <clears throat> so when Tommy comes to the room with the metal fruit bowl, Heather says her her mom starts screaming and is looking for her knife, a knife, sorry, upset that Heather is pregnant. Mind you, her mom already knew she was pregnant two weeks before going on this trip. So that's obviously, uh, that's obviously a lie. So, um... She says her mom's going around looking for a knife, upset that she's pregnant, and Heather yells to Tommy to help her and runs inside the bathroom, and when she comes out, apparently her mom is dead, and she's hugging her, and she's upset, and she's crying. An hour later, they're seen wheeling her through the lobby, like, obviously you're not that upset, but anyway. Um, Heather says that Sheila was an alcoholic with multiple personality disorder, which was never never proven or shown at all it wasn't true um and heather's family said that she liked she liked to make up stuff like that for attention all the time and to make herself seem better which from what i've got from this i i have to say i agree heather then tells police that she thinks that her mom killed her dad in greece in the hotel um and, and that's one of the reasons that she hated her so much because she was so close with her dad. And she said that Sheila, her mom, was very jealous of her relationship with her dad. So, um, obviously they pulled the, the death certificate and records and it showed that the death was, like the cause of death was uh, preliminary embolism, which is blood clot in the lungs. So they then again proved that that was a lie. Um, so I, I guess, um, nobody really knows what happened in that hotel room because it's, uh, it's obviously he said, she said between Tommy and Heather and what happened actually. And, and nobody, nobody knows. Um, but anyways, um, Heather says that, um, she didn't regret killing her mother. She said she posted a video actually on YouTube and she taped it herself it was a selfie type video and she's saying I don't regret killing my mom but I regret trapping Tommy into helping me which what (laughs) I don't understand that logic but okay um um so anyway she uh she was sentenced to 10 years and Tommy was sentenced to 18 years and uh, going into prison, she had her daughter, which was, she named her Stella, who is now five, and raised her in prison until she was two, um, because apparently in Indonesia, they they let you take care of your kid until they're two. I don't know. Anyways, but now she's with a caregiver outside of prison, which I think is the best um, option for her. Um, so... 
Heather's sentence has been reduced uh, quite a lot and quite frequently for good behavior and was facing death by firing squad, but is now somehow going to be released in 2021. So this year, she's looking to be set free and walking the streets again. God help us. So, um, how she got Tommy on board? She told Tommy that there was insurance for $11 million because her, her parents were millionaires. And um, that obviously was not true. It was $1.5 million, which is still pretty, pretty nice, but not nearly what she told him. Um, <clears throat> since she's been to prison, she has access to a phone. She has access to social media. She is living like she's just at home and it's any other day. She's partying, she's drinking, she's dancing, she's smoking, she's doing drugs with this new lesbian lover she has. And um, she's having the time of her life. She doesn't even want to go back to Chicago. She just wants to stay in, in Bali and do whatever she's doing. I have no idea. Anyways, um, since being in prison, she has become friends with an inmate named Lindsay Sandiford, and she is an infamous British grandmother on death row for smuggling $2 million of cocaine into Bali. And I do not know how they became friends or what that has to do with her case, but that was a big thing I kept seeing on my research, and... In my opinion, it just shows she really doesn't care to change very much. And she's just going to keep partying and living her life, whatever. Anyway, so like I said, this was a very short story. It's my first podcast. I know it probably wasn't that great, but any feedback is welcome. And uh, thank you guys for listening so much. And uh, I'll see you in my next one.